listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemby here with Sean Mitchell, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Here recording on Wednesday evening for Thursday's nine-game main slate. Sean, it's the final slate before uh, the All-Star break here. Uh, no games until next Wednesday, and that's just a two-gamer. So we don't really have a full slate for almost a week here. Uh, you'll be the guy on the playbook. We have eight teams of the nine games on back-to-backs. Only one game total right now. Milwaukee-Memphis, 235, uh, with Memphis getting six points. Uh, as we take a first look at this slate, how you feeling about everything? Well, with it being the final day before the All-Star break, um, I got a feeling that, A, there's going to be probably tons of news. Um, as we kind of talked about before we hopped on the pod, there's eight out of the nine, eight teams out of the nine games that are playing on a back-to-back. Um, so you can kind of imagine what kind of craziness this is probably going to, to have whenever – it gets closer to lock time. Um, it's probably just going to be one of those slates that literally you're just going to have to watch like every hour to see, especially the later games. Um, so it's going to be probably a crazy one, uh, but at least you know, it's it's the night before the, the break. So should be should be pretty fun. Yeah, it should be a good one to get into. So let's why don't we just jump right into it here. We'll go at the point guard position. At the top, we have two teams that are coming off back-to-backs. Lillard, home against Sacramento. Fantastic matchup for him at right. 10-1. Steph Curry on the road against Phoenix. Not the greatest of matchups. $9,900 for him. And then we get a rested West, Russell Westbrook uh, home against the Clippers here. All three of those guards, over $9,000 on FanDuel for looking uh, at the very top here, how would you rank the three guys? I mean, for me, I think it's Dane, uh, Russ, then then Steph. Um, like you mentioned, you know that that matchup for Steph and, and Phoenix is going to be really tough. Phoenix has just been really good about slowing fast-paced teams down and and keeping at their pace, and they're running the tempo. And this is not a good spot for Curry. You know, he he likes to be the one to set the tempo, run the pace. Don't think it's a good spot. Um, really, really like Dame here getting Sacramento on the back-to-back. I know Portland's playing as well, but you know he's, he's they get to sleep in their own bed um, at, per se. So you know, being in Portland, I think I think it's a really good spot here for Dame. We know De'Aaron Fox defense is not great. Uh, you know, Russ, I kind of put him kind of close to the same with with Curry. Um, I think that Dame's kind of kind of a little bit ahead and shoulders above both of these guys, at least in my opinion right now. Um, I just feel like Rusk, you know, going against Pat Bev, they, they do have a vendetta against each other. So you can kind of use that narrative if you want to. Um, but, you know, Russ has had some good games against the Clippers. So, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I think it's uh, Dame, Russ, and Ben Steph, in, in, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd probably run it that way as well. Again, Lillard just against Sacramento is always uh, a matchup. Pretty much anybody against Sacramento is a matchup that I'm right. looking at. And uh, fading Phoenix matchups has been something I've done. Pretty much most of this year. So I'm at 100% agreement with you on that one. If we look at the next tier below, we got DeJounte Murray against the Thunder here. Uh, some guys already been ruled out for San Antonio based on the roster they had the other night. The roster they're going to have uh, tonight as well. He's $8,700 now, though. I mean, price certainly on the up for DeJounte Murray there. Kyle yep. Lowry, second night of a back-to-back. But if Toronto's still without Siakam, Van Vliet, and Anobi, you know, they're going to be limited in terms of who they can throw out there. Uh, And, you know, it's a good matchup for him against Boston and Kemba Walker defense. He's 8,500. Darren Fox on the back-to-back against Portland at $8,300. Sacramento on back-to-backs can be a little uh, questionable at times, 
depending on how Walton decides to run his rotation there. Uh, and then the only other guard above 8K is Jamal Murray, right on the nose at $8,000, going up against the Pacers. Yeah, um, my two favorite probably in this tier are going to be De'Aaron Fox and Deontay Murray. I mean, you know, the the price for Murray is on the rise, but he's been smashing lately. Uh, he's been playing really well. Um, it's a really good spot here against OKC. Probably not the best game environment, but the Spurs have actually played a little bit faster this year than they have um, in the prior years. Um, so it, I'm totally fine with with probably paying that for Deontay. Um, they're probably going to have some some bodies that are not on. I think Derek White's out, and there's a couple others. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. and, and the whole group that was on the yeah, yeah. still dealing with all the, the the injuries as well. So uh, it's a good spot for Murray. Uh, and then you know, of course, the same thing we said for for Dame Willard against Sacramento. It's it's the same thing on the flip side where you get you know Dame Willard defense is not that great either. So this game likely probably has a point total in the two thirties. I'm going to imagine with both these teams. I know Portland playing a little bit faster. Uh, and yeah, I mean, De'Aaron Fox has has. I think he can put up a, a pretty solid line. His price is pretty fair, I would say. Um, yeah. So I think I think it's a he's probably a, one of the better values, I would say. Yeah, this is actually a pretty loaded uh, point guard. Now there's nine games, so obviously you're going to have a lot of talent. But, you know, Chris Paul's at 7900, getting Golden State usually a good matchup going against Steph, and, and Paul's been playing really well. John yeah. Morant coming off a monster game against Washington, 35-5 and 10. You know, Drew Holiday is back for Milwaukee, but he has been limited. Um, you know, and, and Morant will just love the minutes that he's seeing um, yep. over 30 in games that they're competitive. So we know that he has that upside. Uh, Kemba Walker turning it around big time now. Uh, five of the last six games, at least 20 actual points. Uh, you know, he's he's really playing well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, knee problem doesn't seem to be a bother. And $7,000 for Kemba against Toronto on a back-to-back. Yeah, I mean, I don't love it. Um, you know, I, I wish I had the numbers here for, for you know, him against Toronto, um, against Lowry, because I know Lowry is a pretty, pretty um, pesty defender. So I don't exactly love it. But, yeah, I mean, Jalen Brown has been out, uh, been dealing with issues, you know, with his own, and that's kind of allowed him to take up a little bit more of the usage there with Tatum. Tatum um, has been okay lately. He's been – He's been good, but he's not been great. Uh, so Walker has definitely been picking up a lot of the slack. But, yeah, John Morant, man. And, you know, we already saw this total. This is the only game on the board that we have at the moment uh, is Milwaukee-Memphis, 235.5 total. So we both we know both of those teams are going to run with a lot of pace. They're going to, you know, have a lot of possessions. Again, Morant, the minutes, as you mentioned, is, is something that's very encouraging. Um, and the simple fact that, yeah, he's fresh off a 55 fantasy point outing. He's got, a, he's got the confidence up. Uh, and now he gets a, a good, fast-paced environment again here with Milwaukee at home. So um, I know we talked, you know, a couple weeks ago or a week or two ago, whenever we did a pod, and basically Milwaukee was scoring as many points as they were giving up. Um, so you know, it's a good spot. Really, really like the spot and the price here for Morant. Yeah, I'm with you 100% here. We're gonna look at maybe some of the mid-tier uh, options that we got. Uh, Brogdon's below 7K now tonight. We're recording here on uh, Wednesday evening. TJ McConnell had a triple-double, <laughs> but he had 10 steals, Sean, in that game. Yeah, His cool. triple-doubles was with steals. Um, but Brogdon below 7K against Denver is uh, certainly appealing as Brogdon's price keeps falling like that. It's kind of a, odd to see him drop as, as low as he is there. Uh, Derek Rose was ruled out the other night due to health protocols, due to an inconclusive mm-hmm. test. 
but apparently all of his tests have since come back negative. He gets a revenge game against Detroit. He's been playing a boatload of minutes there with Elf Payton out of the lineup. He's 6,200. I think we can certainly rock that one. Uh, Dennis Smith, who was the counterpart in that trade, went absolutely nutty tonight against um, against the Raptors. It was like 50 fantasy points, I think he went for. Or yeah, near- I don't know if yeah. he got the or not. Yeah, he was, he was right there. 5,500, though. Again, Detroit, you know, tonight was limited. They didn't have Josh Jackson or uh, Jeremy Grant. They, they couldn't have one or both of those guys back for this game. But Dennis Smith has taken over the starting point guard job for this team. He's being the offensive threat we knew he could be. At $5,500, you know, for me, Rose and Smith are, are probably the two mid-tier guys I'm taking a look at here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm actually liking, you know, Dennis Smith a little bit more than Rose here. Um, I just think that, as you mentioned, Dennis Smith's minutes have just done, done nothing but go up. Um, he's playing extremely well. He's actually playing decent defense. That was one of, like, the first things that he was praised upon whenever he first, you know, started getting that starting gig in Detroit. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about a revenge narrative, you know, I think uh, he probably has a little bit more revenge uh, against New York um, than, you know, Rose against Detroit, I would say, because he was had such a short tenure, you know, there, there in Detroit for Rose. So, um, yeah, I really like the price on Dennis Smith. He's, his upside is, is great. We've known that. I know Grande tweeted out earlier, you know, talking about how, you know, it's 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 fun to it's fun to finally see you know Dennis Smith and everybody forgot how good he was you know and that he still got it and it's true. I mean, we we always we talked about it before he got moved. We were like, why can Dennis Smith not find a team to play for? <laughs> right, great scorer, so, doesn't play a good defense, but he can score. Yeah, he can score. He can do a lot of different things. He's you know can fill up the sheet as we you know just talked about. He almost had a triple double tonight if he didn't get there. Um, so yeah, really like the spot. Uh, over at shooting guard here. Uh, Bradley Beal's up top against the Clippers, you know, $10,400. You know, Russ is just playing so well. Um, Sometimes we sort of lose focus that Bradley Beal also is very good. Now against Memphis, he only had 35 fantasy points. You know, not not his best outing, but I mean, 61, 52 before then. Um, You know, 10-4, probably a little bit too much on a slate that has Jokic and Giannis on it as well. So contrarian pivot option, I think, for you guys who are – Maybe interested in game stacking that one. I'm, I'm probably out on Beal on this one. Uh, when we guys have guys like DeMar DeRozan uh, at $8,500 with the limited you know players that the Spurs still have against the Thunder, that feels just like a lock and load play. Uh, Gilgis Alexander against San Antonio. This was a game he had 56 fantasy points against uh, two games ago, 42 actual in that game, I think that's a great spot for him. We, we're expecting likely Al Horford not to play because he never plays back-to-back. So right. good, good option for him there. And then Paul George, $7,900 against the Wizards. I don't yeah. I, And Kawhi is questionable. So, like, right. how do you not play Paul George? Yeah, I mean, if Kawhi, if we have any kind of – and then they may like – I don't know. He might play. Who knows? But, you know, I could easily see them – just sitting him again, right at the All Star break. Hey, take take a breather, you know, get get a good break in and, and get ready for the the you know playoff run. Um, and this could easily be the Paul George game. I mean, it is Washington. They don't play good defense. It's going to have a nice fast pace. Actually, the Clippers have been playing with a with a pretty fast pace this year too. So, um, yeah, it's going to be. I could see that probably being in the two forties as a total. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. 
Uh, and yeah, I mean, you're looking at probably close to 40% Paul George without Kawhi on the floor. Uh, who else is going to take shots, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, you, you know, to your point about Shea Gilgis, um, against San Antonio, San Antonio's just been terrible against point guards all year long. Um, it's nothing new. Uh, it's a great spot. Um, and yeah, like you said, you know, San Antonio could be without quite a few players. So, and also Horford being out uh, on the back-to-back definitely pays pretty big dividends for Shea. Uh, there as well. Um, I don't know, Demar. I'm, I'm, you know, I could probably just pay down a little bit. Um, yeah, it's a, it's more of a cash game play for me, I think. Because, yeah. um, like you said, it, I would much rather, even if Kawhi plays, I would right. still probably rather play George at 7,900. I mean, Kawhi and he played yeah. against the Wizards uh, back on February 23rd, and George had 42 in that game. So, like, 42 right. fantasy. So, like, I, I'm I'm fine. I think you know, if you want a game sacks, OKC, San Antonio, Demar fits. Uh, but you're getting cheaper plays of George and SGA, I think, in better spots. Maybe even Devin Booker. You know, I know that there are times where he's very scoring dependent. Um, but I mean, he had 30, he had 57 fantasy points against Minnesota a couple of games ago. Um, you know, if you wanted to throw that out there, that's fine. True. Sean, I don't, I don't really love the rest of the group after this. I mean, Buddy Heald on a back-to-back at 6,400 is okay to me. Andrew Wiggins hasn't been playing very well. Tyler Hero has been on the minutes limit, it seems like, uh, since coming back from his injury. Josh right. Jackson, you know, if he plays against the Knicks, sure, I guess. 5,600 is fine. Gary Trent is more of a cash game play. Like, I don't like really any of his mid-tiers. Anybody sticking out to you that you would have interest in? I mean, I know it's that De'Anthony Melton. De'Anthony Melton got the got the price bump. Um, yeah, he did. He did. He got the price bump. We need people to be out. I think again for Melton to be in play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at five point three, you're yeah, you're definitely gonna have to have those guys out again. Um, but I mean, he has played very well over thirty five or thirty three mm-hmm. fantasy points his last two, so you can't really take it away from him. But he does have to have those injuries. Uh, to do well. I mean, I know we talked about Dylan Brooks, um, it, and he went for 31 fantasy points. So now he's put up 25 or more in three of his last four, 31 minutes. He's played 30 uh, or more minutes in two of his last three. Um, so it, going against Milwaukee there, I think that's probably decent at 5-2, um, especially at home. Kind of locked that spot quite a bit. Uh, but, you know, where you're going at, Buddy Hill's interesting in Portland. Anybody against Portland right. is interesting, especially shooters like that, because they just love to shoot threes. Both teams, uh, mm-hmm. but that's what he does. Uh, so yeah, I think he's really interesting. He's six four, um, hero. I mean, if, if, you know, if if, uh, if Butler continues, I don't know if he's already been ruled out. I didn't see. I didn't look and look at him. Um, if he's questionable or, or yeah, he's still out. questionable, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if he plays, obviously probably not playing Harrow. Um, Gary Trent on the flip side of a uh, Buddy Hill, I think is interesting. Again, those teams are probably just going to chuck threes all game. Uh, Lonnie Walker, I know he's been serviceable uh lately but, did get th- he got 30 minutes of the night so i like that about him yeah i mean he's had back-to-back 30 30 minute game 30 plus minute games and uh, he's played 30 or more minutes in his last three or four 28 in his last four straight but you know the 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 floor has only been about you know 15 to 19 20, you know 20 fantasy points sure. and he did have a game against brooklyn where he went for near 40 so it shows you the upside but again he's 5.4 um, if you get a bad night on that, you're probably not going to be able to, to, you know, keep up with that one. Um, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, you know, Wayne Ellington, I guess, if we find out that Detroit's still without Jackson and, and Grant, right. right? Like, he he went off tonight. But there's nothing else down here for me. P.J. Dozier did get 22 minutes against Milwaukee. He had 19 actual in that game, but he's far too hit or miss, um, I think, to confidently throw. 
yeah in your lineup there and then with uh you know with Kawhi sitting Luke Kennard's out of the rotation I don't know if you've seen that he doesn't even play anymore uh five minutes against Boston didn't play against Milwaukee one yeah. minute against Memphis six minutes against Memphis the game before then uh and Lou Williams only played 21 minutes in that game too so those guys even with Kawhi out or zeros um yeah, yeah. No, no real no real value there are you going back to Savi if he starts yeah, if he starts, listen, if status quo stays the same for the, you know, for the Pistons, I think we have to at least consider them all. Now, no. every single one of their players basically had like a career night tonight. Like, <laughs> Rodney Magruder went for 40 freaking fantasy points. You know, nice fun when he puts up a triple-double. Yeah, like every guy, Saban Lee had 30, Svee had like 28, like everybody went off. So like, no, that won't happen again, but I, I trust Ellington more than the other guys to be able to repeat. Because right. he was, he's a starter and he put together you know multiple games of you know twenty to thirty fantasy points for yeah. us. This yeah, season. So yeah, the highlights. It, it's funny to see Yuta the same price as Ellington, like such an yeah. overreaction to the the Raptors that they, they, they yeah. bought everybody <laughs> up. So uh, yeah, crazy there. Uh, small forward Jalen Brown, eighty four hundred dollars against Toronto. Um, you know, I know he didn't have a great game against the Clippers, but if he's healthy and active, I think. Uh, against a bat, you know, a depleted Toronto team, I think we can certainly um, go ahead and take a peek. Norm Powell should be lock and load. He did finally get that price bump though, seventy four hundred dollars on Fanduel. You know, he's under six, under seven K for you know right. forever. You know, and they're finally moving him up the uh, the total pole in terms of pricing. Still playable though, if nobody's there for Toronto, like he's going to play a billion minutes. So uh, Powell yeah. still still very much in play. Uh, and then our guy Michael Porter against Indiana, sixty six hundred. Uh, yep. The guy just keeps on producing. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, again, he's he's kind of coming around full circle. Um, his minutes have been great, been consistent, and he's putting up, you know, 20, 28-ish to 30, you know, or so fantasy points a game. So playing extremely well. His price still hasn't, like, gone up tremendously. He's still, you know, getting a really nice price. Uh, it, it isn't the, the best spot against Indiana, uh, being in Indiana. But it's still, you know, it's still Michael Porter. He's, he's got nice upside. Um, I was really kind of mad the other night about R.J. Barrett not being able to do anything. Uh, mm-hmm. He went for back-to-back 30-point games. But I do think you can probably circle back on the wagon here on, on R.J. Barrett. I think uh, the price is getting – it was a, a lot lower, I believe. Um, he, he was not playing very well. Then he had a couple of streams of games with the 30 pluses, and then you know, his yeah, he was like 53, and now he's 59. Yeah, so. yeah. but Mikel Bridges, um, if Ubre is out again, that probably kind of piques the interest a little bit. Um, you know, he's put up back to back 30 plus, you know, 31 fantasy point games, so he's been playing pretty well. We know he's got a little bit of upside. Um, I know Kelvin Johnson was on a minutes limit, I was he was, yeah. Uh, 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Will Barton, three straight games, though, for Will Barton, 31, 25, 35 fantasy points. Right. Um, you know, so one of those, either Porter or Barton, are going to be, um, you know, in good spots, I think, against the Pacers. I mean, listen, the Pacers' uh, defense this year hasn't been spectacular by any stretch of the imagination. So, um, yeah, I think both of those guys at their price points um, are interesting. I might have more interest in Derek Jones and Carmelo, depending on how many minutes Melo plays in the first half of this back-to-back. Right. Um, you, know, you know, if we see Melo play like 25 minutes tonight, then I have to assume he probably won't see that as a back-to-back and Jones could be more valuable. Um, so I, w- I would have some some interest there. And, and again, we sort of hit this next like value tier. Justice Winslow's $4,400 now. Do we want to keep going into that train? 
You know, Justin Holiday will give you 20. Duncan Robinson may like this again, this group here is just kind of like, eh, you know, one of these days Justice Winslow will have a good game, but like against Milwaukee, <laughs> is that the one? Right. Yeah. I mean, if he's not gonna get more than 20 minutes, I I can't I mean I can, I just can't even play him. I mean right. Yeah, it's too hard. We're sitting there like, okay, well maybe he's gonna get his butt minutes bump next game. Okay, he plays twenty. Okay, well maybe he's gonna get a button bump, you know, next game. And then he plays twenty. I'm like, come on, man. Is it, how how long are we gonna do this for? Like, is he good to go? I mean, I know they're really right. easing back in, so that kind of just makes me just totally off. You know, until I agree. Back to thirty plus minute games, especially now that he's over four K. Yeah, exactly. His price is getting back up there. Um, yeah, uh, you know, Batum started playing another 30 plus minutes. He hadn't really been as effective, but if Kawhi's out, that's really interesting against yep. Washington. Yep, yep, yep. more if he, uh, he's starting tonight. Um, so for, for Kelly Oubre, uh, if Kelly Oubre does sit once again and he gets to start again, he might be a little pretty interesting. His price is a little up guessing because of the start, uh, four, four, two. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah, I, I got, I got nothing. Yeah, I don't believe you there. Let's go to power forward. Giannis is up at the top against Memphis. I mean, this is a great squad for him. Uh, kind of a letdown. I didn't really love him in this matchup against Denver the other day. Um, you know, he was fine, 47 fantasy points, but not when you're paying $11,000. Um, right. You know, I just – I felt like Jokic, the way he was rolling, I just really liked uh, that matchup better. Plus, we saw him in the, the matchup against Denver before then, only had 47 in that game too, so – um, but this is Memphis, different situation. Brandon Clark, power forward. Giannis is going to tear that apart. Um, so I have no problem spending up here. And, and the fact that Memphis, I'm sorry, that Milwaukee is having trouble putting teams, you know, away makes me think yeah. that Memphis can hang. And that means you're going to get full run out of Giannis here. So, you know, again, we're on a slate where pick and choose Jokic or Giannis as your top overall play. Um, you know, there, there are definitely one, two in that conversation. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think you can go back to Giannis, but I, yeah, I'm kind of like you. Like I, I feel like if it prioritizes down, I'm likely probably going to pay up for like, I don't know. I, I think you can go with Giannis. I mean, I don't think there's, uh, I mean, a point guard maybe. You know, you got Russ, Steph, and, and sure. Other than that, yeah, I mean, it's it's clearly Giannis. <laughs> so yeah, it feels it feels like it's clearly Giannis for sure. Yeah. Um, Randall just went for 50 against Detroit the other day. Um, I think we can go there. I haven't been interested in Sabonis at all. Um, the last handful it's of slates. Yeah, and it's against Denver, so I'm, I'm probably not going there. Tatum against Toronto could be appealing, even though he had a bad game recently. Um, I've been probably on the Zion train all season. Uh, James, for whatever reason, isn't as high on Zion. Uh, what, what's, what's your take on Zion? No, I think he's playing extremely well. Um I've I've been I'm not I mean I'm not like fanboying or anything like I do sure. with Luka Doncic or anything but yeah I mean I got to give props for props to do um, you know he's he's definitely upped his game a little bit this year uh, I know coming into the season we were like hey he's just got to get us some more counting stats he's been doing that you know he's been putting up some monster games lately um, and I think he's probably gonna have a pretty decent game in this one I mean hey Miami is playing Kelly Olynyk and and Bam Adebayo I mean, right. <laughs> Too small. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not small guys, but they're smaller than Zion. And mm-hmm. uh, so I think that he can easily have success in this. Uh, we've seen some, you know, power forward centers play really well against Miami. So I think it's a really good spot. And I think he could come in with a lot of lower. He could come in with lower ownership here as well as what I'm looking at, you know. Yeah, feel, yeah. Uh, at For that sure. price. So I really like the play, actually. 
Yeah, I like him as well. Uh, Draymond against Phoenix, you know, it is back-to-back, but Draymond's fine. Like, the passing numbers and the rebounding and the assistance, like, those things are just uh, really carrying uh, his fantasy production right now. So as long as he's healthy and active, uh, 7600 the price point is very, very good, uh, in my opinion. Again, yeah. back-to-back for Bagley, I question if I want to touch that. Uh, you know, Sacramento's been you know messing with his minutes a lot this year. So probably not going to trust. Uh, Chris Boucher did have 35 fantasy points tonight. It wasn't the explosion everybody wanted, but for 6,600 against Boston, if if everything stays status quo with Toronto, Boucher, 6,600 for Boston for me uh, is is definitely a spot that I would be uh, looking to take advantage of there. Uh, Let's see what else we have here, Sean, as we move down. What is Marcus Morris on FanDuel? Is he a power forward? I'm trying to think with... Small forward? Uh, power. So he's a power okay. forward, but he he's also Incredible. doubtful. Yeah, he's doubtful to play with a concussion. So that makes the tune probably a little bit more interesting. And maybe, yeah, you know, I'm would they play Ibaka there? Who would they play no, instead of? No, I think they played Batum. I mean, Batum played thirty plus last two games. I mean, yeah. I, I don't I don't even know who played for the second. Which I mean, did he play last? He played last game, didn't he? Yeah, I'm trying to think like. Oh yeah, he played 15 minutes. That's why. Okay. Right. Yeah, uh, I didn't look to see who, who kind of played. Yeah, this. I was tr- I was trying to see who would play if Kawhi's out and Morris isn't healthy. Like who's getting those minutes? Lou Box would. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea because it wasn't Lou Williams. It wasn't Luke Kennard. We'll have to check Popcorn Machine and see exactly uh, <laughs> who got the uh, who got the run there. Um, we assume <laughs> we're assuming Horford's going to be out. So, you know, Basley and Roby, two guys that will be in play here. Right. And, uh, uh, I, like, I mean, I like Rocco. Rocco's been playing really well. Um, it is Sacramento. It's, and it bags, you know, and then uh, anybody happens to sit, they could kind of – he's been playing 40, 40 minutes a game, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then kind of what you was mentioning, too, I mean, Daniel Tice is, is always hit or miss for me. Uh, you know, he plays really good, and then I play him, and he does really bad. But nonetheless, you know, the back before the last game against the Clippers, which it was the Clippers, he only put up 20 fantasy points. Two games before that against Washington, Indiana, had 34 and 36 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact that, you know, we've been beating that drum all year long about, you know, playing power forwards and small forwards against Toronto. I know that Toronto is totally depleted. You know, they don't have Fred Fleet. They don't have OG and Obi. They don't have Pascal Siakam tomorrow. So, right. um I'm kind of worried that that Boston kind of blows them out. I mean, to be flat out honest. But as you kind of mentioned, like it seems like Toronto always finds a way to stick around. Uh, so Tass is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I think but, that's fine. Trey Lyles, if if Aldridge doesn't sit, Aldridge is questionable again for this game. Like if he right. doesn't play, forty seven hundred, he had thirty three fantasy points uh, the other day. I think he would be another cheap guy to look at. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, Belicia, if uh, if for some reason Bagley doesn't suit up or doesn't play, it might be an interesting sure. pick four point four can look at. Yeah. Um, played twenty six minutes and had a big game. I don't know what yeah. that was about. You know, you, you know, Crowder played thirty five as well. So like both of them saw, you know, a lot of playing time there. It's interesting. Actually, you know what? I remember. Uh, so you we were talking to earlier today uh, yeah. about uh, Montrezl Harrell only played eighteen minutes the other day, and it was because. They never put eight back on the floor yeah. uh, in the third quarter. So I wonder if they went small and used Sarich at center or something like that. Um, Could have, yeah. Could have easily done that. Something to, I guess, 
uh, check back yeah, out there. Yeah, something to keep in mind for sure. Uh, at center, we have Jokic against the Pacers. You know, lock and load play for me. I, you know, I have no worries at all. You guys have back to back seventy fantasy point games here, just like an elite elite play. Um, and then it's a bunch of mid tier guys. You know, DeAndre Ayton against Golden State. Yeah, it's okay. Sacramento, Portland, Rashawn Holmes against Cantor should be great in theory, but again, you know, Luke Walton in the back-to-back minutes, he's basically just copying pop, it feels like, at times, <laughs> and never really know what he's going to play. I feel like Joe Val at 68 against Milwaukee, like he should have to stay on the floor to deal with the Giannis there. You would think. I mean, I mean, I know Brooke Lopez really isn't much to, to have to worry about, but that's two big bodies. I mean, you just have to think that Jonas is going to have to stay on the floor to play in that, uh, to, to be able to, for Memphis to have any kind of shot at rebounding, period. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I totally agree with that. He's only 68. That's pretty good. It's a pace-up spot. He easily could, you know, I, I don't I don't know if he could smash, but I think he could probably have a decent game. Um, other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's for Plum, me. I'm just looking down. Plumlee at, at 63, right? Plumlee at 63 against the Knicks. If he can come off a triple double. Triple double. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Plumlee. Uh, he's actually played really well this year, so I can't like really make fun of him. I mean, he's been playing right. pretty well with the minutes he's getting. Uh, I know you. You know, we already talked about Pop and and yeah, has been playing pretty well too. Um, at 6.1, uh, how. Horford setting, so definitely be looking. Like I said, you already talked about Roby at the power forward spot. Nerlens Noel is playing a boatload of minutes right now. Yes, he is. Yeah, Nerlens Noel has been playing pretty well. Uh, played what forty plus minutes? It looked like thirty eight. The other day, yeah, the other day he played forty one. Yeah, forty one, thirty nine, thirty six. The last three games because Taj Gibson has been hurt. Gibson's out, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, Noel price didn't move at all. uh, So it was great. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Robert Williams now again got 21 minutes against the Clippers, 13, 8, 4, three blocks, 36 fantasy points. The last two of the last three games for him, he has yeah. 41 and 36 fantasy points. And those two games, he's the only two he played over 20 minutes. So, like, if we could ever figure out when Robert Williams is going to play over 20 minutes, the upside's <laughs> there. So, yeah, especially against Toronto, too. Who's, you know, as you mentioned, there's a lot of players missing. Um, could be could be a good spot for Robbie. I don't like his price. Don't like his price at all. But I mean, the guy's smashing whenever he's on the floor. At least, like you said, just about nineteen to twenty plus, you know, twenty minutes, and he's put up some really big games. Um, other than that, are you look. I mean, I, I'm kind of interested to see if Wiseman gets a bump tonight with, uh, yeah. with Ubre out. So if Ubre is out tomorrow and happen to see if Wiseman some some for some reason uh, gets a bump, he's been playing pretty decent minutes. I know the last game was kind of an out of hand game, so. But, you know, uh, he's interesting. Other than that, I don't see anybody else that just. Yeah, there really there really is out. nothing here. Maybe Kelly Olenek, you know, if uh, Bam doesn't play, Bam's questionable, right? Um, right. That could that could possibly be something. But, yeah, yeah, nothing else is really there. But, of course, we'll wait as news comes, of course, as always. Uh, yep. We'll have the update. Sean will be on the playbook. We'll have the full, uh, you know, starting five, value vault, uh, live stream for everybody there to get all of the information. Um, Shiny powered words here. No, I'm good. I think it's going to be a crazy slate like usual. It definitely will be a crazy slate. Uh, For Sean, John, we will catch you guys next time.